And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. And just like that, can you believe it? The final Toddcast of 2019. Did this year haul by or what? The year in review, part two. You'll hear highlights from 21 guests this week. We did the same last week. I hope you like that one, and maybe that's one of the reasons why you're back this week. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you for being there. If you like what you're about to hear, please tell your friends about what we're doing. Word of mouth helps so much, and we see it daily on our social media feeds, and thank you so much for that. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Listen whenever you feel like it. Coming up in just a few minutes in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, Sportsnet 650 Vancouver host Sat Shaw talks about Pete Rose's lifetime ban from Baseball's Hall of Fame. Do you think he should be inducted? It's brought to you by ProTech Welding, steel fabrication in North Vancouver. You can find them online at protechwelding.com. First, let's get to some highlights from some of our musical guests of the second half of 2019, all of whom are brought to you by the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. Find them at 579 Dunsmere, downtown Vancouver. In early July, remember no effects came through Vancouver. They brought their Punk in Drublick tour, played at the PE Amphitheater, Bad Religion, Real McKenzie's, Anti-Flag, Chicks Dig It, a vicious indie beer garden. I mean, it had to be, I don't know, like 40, maybe 50 different beers to choose from. Great show. And when no effects singer Fat Mike called up to talk about the tour, he also shared the first time that he heard the Ramones. Uh, I went to summer camp. I was 12 and... I heard the Ramones there, mm. and that was the, that was the first actual product I bought. You know, was the, their first record. Right. Speaking of arguably, you know, the best punk band of all time, kind of hard to get away from the Ramones. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's all different. The Ramones, what they what they did, they they, like, they pretty much started the sound. Right. They put I a spotlight say. on it. But but it's better. You know, they were better than the Vibrators or the Dictators, or if they were. Or uh, or Iggy, right? You know, because they, they, it was catchier, and it, it just it, and, and there were kids. That, you know, when you see that old footage of them at, at CBS in '74. Oh, dude, yeah, young, they, yeah, yeah. They had no idea what they were doing, which which really brought in that. That's what punk rock is to me: is is shitty, drunk musicians on drugs who have great songs. Right after Fat Mike called up, we had Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators bassist, Age of Electric, and Took frontman Todd Kearns was a guest for a third time. Maybe you caught him performing at our Cheap Thrills Volume 17 earlier in the month at the Railway. Great to have Todd as a guest. Uh, this time through, the last time through, we talked about the last albums that we'd bought. Um, It's not the last album I bought, but the last one I remember buying was this Land by Gary Clark Jr. Oh, Not only did I buy great. one, I bought two or three versions of it because I uh, started sending it around to my friends like, dude, you guys got to check this out because totally. I've always been a big supporter of Gary, um, but I, for whatever reason, feel like he really kind of came into his own on this record. And to be honest, it, it, it's been a real inspiration to me as a guitar player. Everybody knows me as a bass player. I mean, a lot of people know I'm a singer and a guitar player and other things too, but I've always had... You know, I've always had someone there to do the heavy lifting <laughs> when it right. comes to guitar playing. But you know, I still I could get around on my own. And, I, and but then when I watched, you know, I started getting into Gary and a few other guys, and I thought, you know, I can do this. Why don't I do this more? You know, and it's sort of, you know, to be this late in the game and kind of say to yourself, 
there's so much more I can do and so much more I, I, I want to try that someone like Gary comes along and I go, damn, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to like, you know, I want to, I want to shred out a little bit. You know what I mean? And he's my kind of shredder too, where it's kind of, he's saying something. He's not just kind of blowing notes all over the place. He's kind of actually like making statements. Beyond that, uh, you know, there's, there's probably like five albums I bought since then. And, you know, I'm also a big vinyl guy, so I have stuff shipping to my house all the time. Oh, nice. So when I get home, I'll have a stack of vinyl waiting for me. At the tail end of July, did you catch Our Lady Peace singer Rain Maida on the podcast? Loved this talk. He talked about cameras following him and Chantel Karviasik, his wife. They followed them around for their documentary they made called I'm Gonna Break Your Heart. Yeah, I mean it was it was by design, right? We wanted we we for the he's talking about I'm gonna break your heart. Like that documentary that we made was really the purpose was to document Chantel and I making our first record together. You know, we wanted that kind of for our own keepsake for our kids. Yeah. That's but cool. that's great. We went, yeah, we we went off to this little French island and isolated ourselves because that was the only way we were gonna make this. We tried for five years but with all the distractions and you know, touring and careers and all the other stuff. It's like we always made excuses. So we finally booked time there and booked some cameras. It was really, you know, a tight little crew. But when we came back and started editing, it's like you couldn't take out the personal stuff and like some of the fights that we get into and some of the, you know, just the ups well, and downs of like I mean, a relationship. But that's right? life, you know, like that's, if that's, that's not it. in there, it just would feel weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, and that's that's what we felt. It's like we have to keep this stuff in, otherwise it's so inauthentic. We're you right. know we're just assholes. So <laughs> right. that's basically what happened. Getting into mid September, Cancer Bats were coming to play a show in Vancouver, and as a big fan of the band, we made sure to grab one of the guys to be on the podcast and help push the show. Their drummer Mike Peters called up. The dude's camping. He's on vacation with his family takes 15, 20 minutes out of his time to give us a ring, which was pretty cool, I thought. And knowing that Mike is a comic book fan, we talked about who his favorite superhero is. I guess I've always liked Batman. He's yeah. kind of a dark, dark weirdo. The best thing about Batman is that you look at it and go, like, he's just a dude. He's a dude that works out, that knows mixed martial arts, and, you know, is yeah. a good detective. And it, you could actually legitimately be, there could be a Batman. There can't be a right. Superman. There can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and like science has just helped him, you know? Right, exactly. And he's got unlimited resources or whatever, and so yeah. he's just, he's got science on his side. Being the, the billionaire that he is, it doesn't matter. I mean, he can make whatever yeah. he wants. If you haven't heard the full hour-long conversation with Nickelback's Chad Kruger, you might want to dig around at our iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find that interview. We went out to Chad's place, I think it was like late September, and recorded the interview at his studio. And in 60 minutes, you can cover a lot of ground. You've no doubt heard that he and Devin Townsend got to hanging out a little while back. How did that happen? Oh, we've, uh, he's come out to the, uh, to the house a couple of times. We, uh, how did this go? He commented on the guitar riff of Feed the Machine and said, hey, I really like this new Nickelback riff or something like that. And... The crazy thing was, out of the blue, absolutely out of nowhere, the day before he did that, I watched him doing a guitar clinic um, in a in a guitar store somewhere. I don't know where it was, and you know, there's all these uh, shredders sitting around wanting, like, <laughs> just wanting him to, like, yeah. you know, arpeggio sweeping and 
you know, tapping on all six strings at the same time kind of thing. And uh, he didn't really do that. He spoke a lot about his headspace and where he was and the way he used to think and the way he thinks now. And it was far more interesting than watching someone go watch how fast I can play. Right. Um, and it was endearing. Like I just immediately had a connection with him and I, I wanted, I was like, I, I'd really like to get to know this guy. Mm-hmm. The next day he said something on social media about how he liked the, you know, that riff and, and, uh, you know, there's my invite right there. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. I was like, you know, let's, uh, and the funny thing was, and we both laugh about this now, he said, uh, well, I heard you didn't like my band and, and that you were talking shit back in the day. And I was like, well, that's not true. And I said, I actually heard that you didn't like my band and you were talking shit back in the day. And he's like, well, that's true. <laughs> he's like, well, yeah, because I thought I wasn't supposed to like Nickelback. You know, I, you know, I was like, like everyone else gets this thing. It's like, oh, you know, there's this, this radio band and blah, blah, blah. And, and um, anyway, so I just... I got his phone number from Scott Cook, um, our engineer, because Scott's worked on tons of uh, Devin's records. And uh, I texted him, just said, hey, this is Chad. I just want to let you know, I think that's really cool, you know, what you said, and on and on and on. And the next text that he sent me was, it looked like a a 10-page email, and he just spilled his guts on all these things in one text. And he was like, I got to let you know... um, you know, I feel bad for anything I may have said back in the day. Um, and he shouldn't have said it because I didn't hear anything, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but he was so nice and so genuine. And he's such a wonderful human. Oh, such a nice guy. Um, he really is. It must be insanely therapeutic for him to get up on stage and scream and belt the way that he does and get all of that out of him because there isn't one ounce of that. Uh, anger or aggression that actually lives inside of him. He's the most wonderful human being ever. Had Big Rec singer Ian Thornley as a guest in late October. I think that was his second time on the podcast. And if you've ever combed through the lyrics of that band easily, one of my favorite songwriters, Ian talked about where he draws inspiration for his lyrics. I sort of let the song tell me what it wants. Um, yeah, I ran into that. I ran into that a couple of times on on this record. Um, like, when you don't want to, I don't want to go to. It's easier for me to write a, for, a, about dark things when I'm not in a dark place, you know. Um, if it's a relationship gone wrong or, or what have you. Um, but I think uh, I don't think you have to be in a in a horrible situation to to write about it. <laughs> I've been in many, you know, and I and I can write firsthand what it's like. Um, I don't have to be in it currently <laughs> right. um, to have it be viable. Uh, but also, you know, I I don't know. I just it depends on the material, you know. And in early November, maybe you caught this one. One of Guitar World's the guitarists of the decade, Alter Bridge, Mark Tremonti, was a guest. We talked superhero movies like Guardians of the Galaxy, the new Thor, and Spider Man. Yeah, well, I have, I have two kids, so that's kind of a oh, yeah. yeah. It, we we go see them every time they come out. Yeah, of course. So, so what's uh, what's been your favorite that they've released? Um, I like the uh, I like the funnier ones. You know, I like the Guardians of the Galaxies. Yeah. Uh, I thought the second Thor was really good. 
thought Winter Soldier was great. I know that's not a funny one, but that was a that was a good one. Um, good show, yeah. I thought I thought the new uh, I thought the End Game was great. Um, it took me a while to see. I think the new Spider Man character is great. Have you seen the Spider Verse? I did. That was that was cool. It was very that different. was awesome. Yeah, so um, yeah. like just trippy. It was a bit of a mind. Uh... Yeah, very different. Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. Check them out at 579 Dunsmere, downtown Vancouver.
stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast. Perseverance. Do you have what it takes when others fall short? That's what I think when you talk about Sportsnet 650 Vancouver's drive time host, Satie Shaw. He's a Canucks game host for the station as well. He hosts Canucks Pod with Alex Ald. The kid's a grinder and an inspiring story to say the least. And when Sat stopped by the studio for a chat, we talked about Bo Horvat in the Vancouver Canucks, how he was excited for the Punisher Netflix series to give you an idea of how long ago that he was a guest. We talked about legalized marijuana before it was legalized, where he sees radio in 10 years from now. We talked about the Mayweather-McGregor boxing match, what he remembers from attending his first major sporting event. And stop me if you've heard this before, Sat talked about whether they should lift Pete Rose's lifetime ban from the Baseball Hall of Fame. You know what? I think it's time you separate that because there's no proof that he gambled on baseball while he was playing. And dude, he was the best hitter of all time. And baseball is a game of cheating. You can't sit here and tell me that baseball wasn't complicit in, this, in the steroid scandal. They never tested for it. They never took it that seriously. It turned a blind eye. This is a game where you talk about stealing bases, stealing home, stealing signs, doctoring baseballs, taking greenies back in the 70s, corked bats. It's an entire... There's a culture Too much of, tar. Too much tar. I mean, it, there's a culture of cheating when it comes to baseball. And we've looked the other way in so many different other times. And then to sort of cherry pick on certain things, I think at this point it's over. I think on Pete Rose, I don't think he's the best human being. I think he lied a lot, obviously. There's not much credibility with him. He never owned anything. I think if he would have owned it earlier and would have tried to be more human and be more real, people would have been more on his side. But the fact that he kept it up for so long just turned so many people off. But he was maybe the greatest hitter of all time, pure hitter of all time. He's right there. I think his record should be acknowledged. Same as Barry Bonds and his homers. I know people don't like that. Oh, yeah. I know people get pissed off about that. Just open up a can of worms there. (laughs) But I think his record should also stand, and I think he should also be in the Hall of Fame. Baseball's been complicit through this entire stage. And to go back now and retroactively act like, hey, listen, we didn't know he's, he's the bad guy for cheating. That's disingenuous. Stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by ProTech Welding, a CWB certified steel fabrication shop in North Vancouver and online at ProTechWelding.com.
forgive and love again As much as we hold on to the past I will never be him again The pieces all fit We don't need to try so hard Try so hard I got a lump in my throat And I got a fire in my heart So many miles I've walked Find my Town Artillery and a new song for those guys, The Birds Up North Are Braver, and you can see them Boxing Day, December 26th 
at the Commodore Ballroom, downtown Vancouver, the fabulous Commodore, great show, Five Alarm Funk will headline, Rain City and Small Town Artillery open up the night. Expect Small Town, by the way, to step up in 2020. Super nice guys, and they can play. Speaking of, weak segue, but I'll take it. I've heard nothing but good things about Spendo and the Skins. I've yet to see these guys live. You heard their song called I Want You, and we've got them playing a show for the podcast this Friday, the last Friday of every month, the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe presents a podcast show. So this Friday, the 27th, the Toddcast Podcast Friday Nights Volume 29 will feature Spendo and the Skins, Sleep Circle, and Johnny Wrath. Tickets are a dirt cheap eight bucks in advance through myshowpass.com. Ten bucks if you snooze for the door. Speaking of live music, you can find info for a bunch of shows that I hear about, the ones that bands send me through the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. There's a bunch of great shows always happening. Get out there. Make sure you get out there. Support the local bands. It's brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. 40 plus years experience in the music industry. Find them through mysticrhythms.ca. Coming up later on in the podcast, in Listen to This, Jason Aldean's drummer, Rich Redman, talks about how his dad was super supportive of his drive to become a professional musician. It's a great story. That's powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. Service, repair, ICBC accredited. You can find them online through TedcoRVSuppliesInc.com. First, more guests and their highlights in this Year in Review 2019 Part 2. And a handful of our sporting guests in the last half of the year. It's brought to you by Block E Media. Grow your business online. Social media marketing, digital advertising, and a bunch more. Keep up with them through blockemedia.com. It was in mid-July. Did you hear retired BC Lions quarterback Travis Lule's visit? If you're a fan of the team, a fan of the sport, this is a must-hear podcast. In this snippet, since he played in both leagues... Hear Travis talk about the NFL versus the CFL. Which is the harder league? I mean, just playing quarterback, I can tell you that, man. It's, it's more complex. Um, you know, there's 12 guys. There's so much more pre-snap motion. Uh, I, I say this often. Um, you, you make a lot more of the decisions before the snap of the football in the NFL than you do in the CFL because there's so much that happens just prior to the snap in the CFL that is different than the NFL. It's it just is by the by the rules. It's more of a static game. You get a you generally get a better look at defenses. You know when I'm watching an NFL game and I'm hearing Tony Romo call half of the plays out. You know he's like, oh, they're going to throw it to this guy here. And well, you can right. you can see that in the NFL game. And you know someone had asked me because I've done a little broadcast work, right? And you know you know have could potentially pursue that at some point, uh, but. People say, would you be able to call it out like Tony? And I said, well, frankly, no. You'd be guessing in the CFL. There's just more options. There's more, uh, you know, <laughs> more different more looks options. that happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, there just is. There's yeah. extra guys. you got another guy running around. There's extra guy on defense. You just can't see. It's not as cut and dry. Uh, and, you know, obviously NFL teams are very good at disguising defenses, too. But just in general, um, it just is. It's a different game. Um, it's you got to be managed differently. you got to take chances uh, more wisely or you got to be more choosy about it because you only have three well, downs less, first right, downs, so, yeah, it's, just, right? Yeah. it's just entirely different the kicking game so incredibly important because it is harder to sustain long drives because of uh you know the nature of it being a three down game some of the rules do cater to the offense obviously 
more motion, a little bit more space on the offensive line, those types of things do. But uh, the one last down is more than an equalizer, right? As fight fans, we're always looking for established fighters, obviously, and up-and-comers to be a guest of the podcast. Glory Kickboxing's Trevor Ragen called up in late August, and he recalled the things that still stand out from his first pro fight. It's just experience, to be honest. It is pretty much the the mission is all the same, even like down in the, in the amateurs, like... Right, don't get hit, kick the crap out of yeah. somebody. <laughs> I mean, the fighting is the fighting, and then the show is still the show. Like, you still arrive, you're backstage, you're waiting on your turn type of thing, and then you go out there and perform. So that's all the same. It's just a high-level competition and um, bigger audiences that you're fighting, and it's really the only difference. Does it kind of feel like more it's a, like a chess match as you get a little bit more um, seasoned, I guess? Yes, Absolutely. But then again, like I said, it doesn't have to be. Like there's some times where um, somebody could be a chess match type of fighter and they could fight a dude who is a bruiser, so to speak. Right. Um, someone that isn't as technically, like doesn't have like the technique as the chess match fighter, but um, they're more dangerous, so they can make it a short night. Back for more, her second visit to the podcast, this time in late September, you need to follow fitness trainer and model Jessica Kiernan on social media. She's super engaging, shares a lot of tips, a lot of ideas. Take it from me, she's the real deal. Check out how long she's dedicated her life to fitness. I was like 15. I mean, I wow. remember like, I remember, yeah, I was like 15 because I remember seeing Kiana Tom on Exercise TV. Okay. And I loved her. I loved her body. I loved her hair. I loved the makeup. I loved the outfits. She was a sex bomb. And she was on the beach in Hawaii with this gorgeous tan and big boobs. And she was doing the most. She was just killing it. And yeah. I tell you what, like, I loved her tips. I loved, I learned a lot of stuff from just from that. And then I got into it because I started reading the magazines and getting more involved and head trainers and, um, and I just, it just went from there. It was just more of like personal for me because I just, I just knew it looked really beautiful. And I was like, that's what I want to, that's what I want to achieve. And I just made it happen. And then as I got older, I started reading like the zone books and, you know, um, Jennifer Aniston was like really big back then. So I was like, what was her diet? And that became a thing. So I learned how to cook through those books, mm-hmm. um, in that manner. And I started learning a lot of things like that. So that was another like new way of getting into like nutrition and kind of really being um more adamant about what was in my body and how to make food properly and that sort of thing and portion sizes back to football for a quick sec in late october we had montreal alouette safety and linebacker boseco locombo as a guest and like retired bc lions quarterback travis lule boseco has also played in both the cfl and nfl and he shared some standout moments from playing in the NFL. I mean, with the NFL, um, just how much more, um, how much, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not really, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what it's not. I know in the NFL, you know, they talk about, like, the guys are bigger and the game is faster. Yes, the guys are bigger in the NFL. But the game really is the same speed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like you have a guy chucking the ball and, you know, people trying yeah. to make plays. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's not that much bigger. I think it's a little bit slower, actually, really. Like, um, if I really think about the four down, you know, that, that extra down doesn't make a difference. Um, you go against guys who are a little bit faster. Um, 
a little bit more athletic. But it's, it's you know in the, in the states, it's uh, you know a lot of a lot of guys start playing football at a really young age, pop Warner football, and mm-hmm. just it's just in that way it's different. But as far as just like when we get to the next level, it's all the same. You'd be amazed at how many guests we book through a simple tweet. That's all it took to get the fastest woman alive on the podcast. This was in early November. If you haven't heard Carmelita Jetter's full interview, dig around at our iTunes and Spotify SoundCloud pages. I mean, truly, just inspirational. Listen to her talk about the synergy that's needed between teammates to compete at the Olympic level. Over the years, Team USA has had several very fast people, right? Mm-hmm. Um and they put very fast people on a relay, and those four fast women could never break the world record. And you're wondering, like, why? Why couldn't they break the world record? We had they had ten eights and ten eights and ten sevens and ten sixes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. still couldn't break the world record. And the one thing that I speak to my girls um, at Missouri State University is that it's not about the four fastest girls; it's about the best chemistry of the four girls. And when you have chemistry, and when there's trust that's how you break records. That's how you get to stick around. It's not about the four fast people because all four women can be fast, mm-hmm. but if we don't, if they don't trust each other and they don't believe in each other, the job's not going to get done. Yeah, totally. So like if you're not passing the baton well enough or whatever it is. If you're not passing is. the baton or you don't believe that the person's bringing it to you will bring it to you, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Bianca Knight was the slowest person on that relay and and not saying that disrespectfully but that's just the fact she had the slowest time of anyone on the relay that year's her best time was only 11 three hmm. so for you to take an 11 three person and put them on third leg and you still break a world record lets you know it's not about time I guess it was less than a month ago now. We had pro golfer and Golf Channel host Blair O'Neill as a guest. She's been in the game since a little kid and shared some advice for those looking to become a brand ambassador. With today's social media influencer world, it's not an impossibility. It doesn't happen overnight. (laughs) I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. It does not happen overnight. I mean... You know, with Instagram, I feel like I was, when Instagram first came out, you know, before Instagram, there was, fa- there was Facebook, and before Facebook, there was MySpace, and I feel like I was MySpace. Um, wow. always, I know, that's way back in the day, right? Totally. Um, but I remember, I was like the last person to join Instagram, like I didn't really want to do it, and I think Cobra, like Puma and Cobra Rupture, were like, you got it, you got to join it, you got to do it, and, and then once I got on it, I like got the hang of it and all that, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I think just being a brand ambassador, I think it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of time. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, I played professional golf for a little over 10 years, off and on with an injury in between. And from that time, from when I graduated, I was working on my brand. So I think it's important to decide, you know, what's your personality and what you want to do with your brand and then uh, learn how to market that. And to me, I've always worked really hard on marketing my brand and just knowing who you are. And um, to me, I don't ever put, I never put limits on myself. So it's kind of nice because I have a, my hand in a lot of different projects, which to me 
uh, always keeps me entertained and I never get bored. And in December, a few weeks back, Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle Christian Covington called up. Another inspiring conversation. This kid's from Vancouver, clobbered in high school, did the same in college, and he's now in his fifth season in the NFL. You got to hear the full interview. You will walk away with one word, sacrifice. Whatever you put your heart into being, that's what you're eventually going to do. Right. With me, it was my passion with football and the sacrifice that I was willing to, willing to do to do it to, to, in order to accomplish my dreams. And that's something that I always uh, take the time to be able to tell people. Right. Um, and right. whenever, I'm, whenever I'm back home or whenever I'm around you know, the youth, youth down in Texas with the many kids I've been able to be around and, and associate with, you know, my one word that I always bring up is sacrifice. And my, that's my special word. That's my S word. Yeah. Um, because I didn't, uh, you know, I, I, that's, that's all I had. That's all I, that's the only thing that was able to give me the edge to um, outplay guys in BC. That was what gave me the, the edge to outplay people, you know, when I was at Vancouver College, when I went down to Rice, and eventually when I got drafted to Houston, now that I'm playing in Dallas. You know, that's, it's something that it's going to continue to drive me and, you know, stay with me and be with me and be my, that one motivating driving factor with me as my career continues as I, as I try to extend my career for as long as possible. It's like, mm-hmm. what is, what am I able to give up and sacrifice and not, you know, maybe not just do in order to be here that much longer or get, you know, get that, have to get that extension or to, you know, extend my career by this X amount of years. Um, uh, whether, and it can be, it does, it, and it goes from the littlest of things to the biggest of things, whether it's, you know, literally gaining, oh, you know what, I'm going to go to bed an extra, you know, I'm going to go to bed an hour early tonight. You know, it could be something as little as that, or mm-hmm. I'm going to get in an extra uh, two hours of film study this weekend, or you know what, I'm going to do an extra uh, two laps around the football field for my conditioning or something. You know, it's, it's whatever, whatever the case may be, little, or right. little, medium, big, Big or small, it doesn't matter the amount of sacrifice. As long as you're sacrificing something, the end result is going to be in your favor. Sporting guests of the Toddcast podcast are brought to you by Block E Media Inc. Digital marketing plans and solutions. Done for you and done with you. Online at blockemedia.com. Everywhere I go, I'm fucking losing it. All these stupid people always talking shit. Count me in, you know I always throw it down Turn it up, I always wanna hear it loud I'm always stressing out Tell me another round I gotta take some time to figure out what's going down I wanna try all the time To lose this damn state of mind I wanna feel something right I wanna feel alive Now I'm sitting Strung out in the basement So sick and tired of being wasted Get me something strong, I wanna feel it burn Don't know right from wrong, not sure I'll ever learn I'm always stressing out Get me another round I gotta have a drink and figure out what's going down I wanna try
And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. There's a very good chance that you'll know drummer Rich Redmond's work, even if his name's not ringing a bell right now. He's toured with Jason Aldean for 20 years. Rich has played drums and percussion on 24 number one singles with sales well over 20 million. Beyond the music, Rich is also an international motivational speaker. His crash course for success is big at corporate events, high schools, and colleges worldwide. And when Rich called up to be a guest, we talked about binging shows on HBO. He shared some career highlights. We talked about realizing your potential, Nashville's excellent music scene, and what it's like to tour and play to 30,000 plus people every night. We talked music lessons, the different genres, and Rich shared how his dad supported him early on in his career, taking him to his first concerts. Listen to this. My dad took me to see um, the Maynard Ferguson Big Band, um, Chuck Berry, John Mellencamp, Sting, my hero Carmine Apice, who played with Rod Stewart and Vanilla Fudge. He had a band called King Cobra. So my dad took me to see King Cobra. So my dad was just like a really big believer in what I did. And before I could drive or get into the nightclubs, he was always kind of driving me around, taking me to shows and stuff. So in El Paso, Texas, there wasn't a lot to do. Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com.
That band is Sleep Circle, and their song is Pumpkinhead, and just a few sleeps, and you can check those guys out live. This Friday, December 27th, at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe, they are part of the Toddcast Podcast Friday Nights, Volume 29, with Spendo and the Skins, Sleep Circle, and Johnny Wrath. Great show, post-Christmas, let's do it up. Tickets are 8 bucks right now through myshowpass.com. Ten bones if you wait for the door. We will fire things up around nine o'clock and we'll go late. And just announced yesterday, next month's podcast show is fan-freaking-tastic. Friday, January 31st, again at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. It's where we do all of our shows. Volume 30, you heard the headliner, The Followaways. And a new song for them, well, not new for the podcast, we played it for a while, but they just released a new single called Alive. Next month's show, again, incredible show. I couldn't do that if again if I had to. The Followaways, the return of Owl Face. What? Well, they've played for the podcast a few times over the years. A brilliant band. Think Queens of the Stone Age meets something modern. It's amazing. They ended as the, a band about a year back now. I guess they've decided to fire things up again and give it another go, which is great news. And a band called Bad Magic will be opening up the night. You're going to hear something from those guys coming up later on in the podcast. We've always got something on the burner, something always on slow boil. April and May 2020 shows, if I can nail these down, will blow your mind. Some killer things planned. All right, Todd's Trolls coming up in just a bit. It's the stupid, the mean, the hurtful, but truly the funny things that people say and post online. This week, Violent Femmes, Angry Birds 2, Steel Panther, and The Mandalorian. How do you bag on The Mandalorian? Like, really? They share the spotlight, powered by our buddies at Good Times Gin and Tonics. Less sweet, more refreshing. Find them through goodtimesdrinks.com. Trolls is coming up. First, our final guests of episode 213 is this week's entertainment guests, all of whom are brought to you by Pete's Meat in Kitsilano, Vancouver, butcher shop and deli, quality, natural, sustainable, easily Vancouver's best butcher shop, let's be honest. You can find them through 12th in Arbutus, again, in beautiful Kitsilano, Vancouver. Another must-hear podcast in early July, Vancouver Dispensary Society founder Dana Larson, say that five times fast, he was a guest a spirited conversation to say the very least. Listen to him share the story about the first time that he smoked marijuana. Uh, I was in between grade 11 and grade 12. So I guess I was uh, just coming into, I was around 18. Is there any story in the, the well, first, I, first I, mean, time, I, have, I you know, I definitely, I tried alcohol and tobacco beforehand. And when I tried cannabis, I knew that this was something I really liked and I was going to do a lot of over the rest of my life. I didn't necessarily know it was going to be a so all encompassing, but, uh, it was I, I smoked at a Pink Floyd concert. That was one of the first times, and uh, okay. that was my older brother, and that was a memorable experience. And uh, but I always knew that cannabis, yeah, was something that I, that I think was was going to be with me for a long time. And uh, it's it's such a positive thing for so many people's lives. You know, using cannabis for the vast majority of people, it's only positive experiences. Right. Uh, that they have with this plant. A couple weeks after Dana Larson was a guest, we managed to grab Real Housewives of Dallas star Carrie Duber to be on the podcast. You got to hear this near-death experience story that she shared involving Lake Erie when she was just a little kid. Yeah, I haven't seen the light, 
Um, I have been there when people have, because I'm a nurse, and I used to do trauma and vascular, so that was, you know, I've seen that happen to people. Um, But I will say, I do remember, and this is like a very random story, I was in Lake Erie (laughs) um, when I lived in Ohio, or as my grandma used to say, Ohio, and I got caught in like a wave, and I was a little kid, and I mean, I got like tumbled, and I, I literally thought I was going to die. I still remember it to this day. That was my near death, but I, I, I didn't, you know, see the angels in the light or anything. I just thought I was going to die. One of my career highlights from my almost 15 years as an on-air personality at 99.3 The Fox here in Vancouver was being flown first class to Dublin, Ireland. This was back-to-back years. We did our radio show from the Jameson Distillery. Such good memories. Amazing people. The food was incredible. We stayed at a beautiful little hotel, downtown Dublin. And both years, me and the girl that I was doing the afternoon show with, uh, Karen Kay, we partied hard with another Canadian, in fact, the only other Canadian radio station that was there. It was The Edge 102 from Toronto, their morning show, a guy named Dean Blundell and his co-host at the time, Todd. They were there as well. Great guys. We partied. Well, anyway, Dean, like me, has left radio, not for good, but for now, and he's turned to podcasting, started a podcast network with us, the Toddcast. Darren Millard does a podcast. Of course, Dean does one as well. Former NHL Matthew Barnaby does stuff as well here and there. The Footy Prime signed on. The Brenton on Tour podcast. We're all just trying our best to carve out another way to broadcast. After all, that is all we want to do is create content. You know what? It's funny because someone said to me the other day, a radio person said, because we're negotiating with a bunch of people on a bunch of different stuff, and they said, you, you just want influence back. Like, you just want, it seems like you just want the ability to move uh, stuff and, like, move ideas and, and move product and move things. And I'm like, well, what the fuck else what, is there? What, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I said, what, what else is there? Like, what, right. why else are we doing this? Like, why else are we in the content business to share our thoughts, to share our minds, to share the fun stuff that we like? You know, and, and, and if that moves people, I'm not in it to not move people. I'm not in it to not compel people. That's why other people do other jobs, because they're happy not compelling anybody. That's my goal. My goal is to make someone feel something. If I can make someone feel something through music, through art, through intellectual property, through discussions, through funny shit, uh, through RVs, you know, making 90-foot jumps, uh, you know, and landing on a ferry, uh, <laughs> I, I, I really don't care what it is. All I care about is that I can entertain and compel people. So, yeah. you know, unfortunately, that's lost now. You know, it's just this well, formula that people go buy in traditional media, print, radio, TV, and oh, it's got to change. Yeah, it's not lost. It's just gone to podcasting. Yeah. In mid-September, actress and blogger Teresa Longo called up, and we got to talking about our mutual love of hockey. She's Canadian, uh, living at the time, I think, or maybe she was just vacationing. She living or vacationing? At Costa Rica, regardless. She was there for a while. And we talked about the Raptors with their big win blowing up the country. Ah, I love to watch hockey. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like Canadians and and basketball, you know, right? Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Even basketball, uh, you know, were you in Canada then when the, when the Raptors uh, won the championship and and, and honestly the, the vibe and just the, the buzz of Toronto Raptors basketball, it swept the nation. It was, we were going crazy here in Vancouver for it. 
It's so great. I'm so glad to hear that. I was in Toronto for part of the playoffs. I've got a condo downtown there. Yeah. And I live about a block away from the Air Canada Center. Oh, no, oh, no it's called the Scotiabank <laughs> Arena now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Scotiabank <laughs> Arena. And so, yeah, I, I was there when they won, but uh, I did watch a lot of the playoffs. One of my favorite podcast hosts is a guy named Jay Sandlin. He used to co-host the Who Would Win podcast, and he's since branched out on his own, and he does the What Happens Next podcast. Jay was a guest in late September. This was his second time, I think, or maybe third time on the podcast. And knowing that he's a straight-up comic book nerd, just like me, if you had to pick a favorite superhero movie, only one, could you do it? We talked about the Spider-Verse and how that was outstanding. Yeah, and I knew it would be great. I was telling yeah. people not to, I said, don't sleep on Spider-Verse. It's not going to be just a kid's movie. Um, you're going to like it. And I knew that because I had been reading Miles Morales since he first came out. And I was very hesitant. I was very cautious about Miles Morales. Not because I didn't like the idea. There have always been new versions of Spider-Man. But I'm like, what's he going to do different? How's he going to move the story forward? Mm-hmm. And I had no idea when I picked up the first Miles book in 2011 that this is going to be my son, Spider-Man. Did you catch author and model Leslie Berkland's visit in late October? Another stellar follow on social media, by the way. She's a little firecracker. She ain't afraid to share her opinion. She's engaged the way it should be. Check her out. Talking about getting into modeling and its ugly underbelly. I was 17, 16, 17, and I aspired to be a model, but that, that was when I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. And a sophomore, you're like 15, and I was under five foot. So it was one of those things that was like, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> I might as well have aspired to be an astronaut, you know? I yeah. mean, the, so the five foot supermodel. Not 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 very often. Yeah, yeah. So I was under five foot and I just I, I don't know how else to say it, but I just willed myself to get tall and within six months I grew about seven inches and I looked like completely ridiculous. I looked like a praying mantis but then I, I fell out and I was able I able to model. So right. um yeah, and modeling, when I say almost, you know, supermodel, yeah. the, the supermodels are the ones that sleep with the photographers. Sorry, I mean, it's just the truth, mm. you know, and you get to be a supermodel. And if not for radio and podcasting, I'd be taking culinary courses to become an executive chef. I'm nowhere near a chef at the moment. I do love cooking, but I'm a hack at best. But with time and energy, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you put your mind to it. In late November, executive chef and top chef finalist Joe Sasto was a guest. And we got to talking about comic books as well. And he cited Iron Man as his favorite superhero movie. And we talked about Batman as well. I'm, I'm not the comic books themselves, but I'm a big Marvel fan. Yeah, I think Iron Man would probably be my favorite. I'm a big oh, fan man. of Tony Stark. I tell you that right uh, out of the gate. Batman's that, not Marvel, though, right? No, so Batman, Batman is DC. Batman is DC. But, but I thought that the Batman Superman. I mean, it got it got panned. But I thought that was a, a really good movie, with the exception of maybe like ten percent of the movie wasn't very good. 
I would. I'm just. I'm a huge fan of Christopher Nolan's Batman series, from like Batman Begins to right. The Dark Knight. And I feel like to me that'll always be. Everybody has their own like who's Batman and which Batman is the best. Like going all the way back, and like that's my Batman. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely. Uh, what's what's the actor's name again? The guy that freaked out on the uh, the cast of one of the crew members. Um, oh, uh, Christian Bale. Uh, yeah, he's got to be the best guy. He's got to be. I I enjoyed his performance. I mean, Heath Ledger was just something. I think he really like kind of defined that entire series when he was the Joker. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, Ben Affleck actually surprised me as the Batman. I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I saw that one. I may have seen part of it where it was him versus Superman, right? Yeah. I didn't. I don't know if I've seen that whole movie though. I, I don't know if I ever got to that one entertainment guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pete's Meat, Butchery Shop and Deli, 2817 Arbutus, Kitsilano, Vancouver and online at Pete's-Meat.com by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at milanocoffee.ca. Can't tell by the smell It hasn't been 
look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls, on the Toddcast Podcast. And this week is some of the best chirping we've found since the summer. It would be next to impossible to showcase all the garbage trolling since the last six months. But this is a good example of what the trolls bring to the table week in, week out. No one and nothing is safe. Have you heard Violent Femmes' new album? They put it out late July. One of the most successful alt-rock bands of the 80s. 15 singles to their career. Their new album is called Hotel Last Resort. 50 bucks to whoever can name a song other than Blister in the Sun. Sucked in the 80s. Sucked in the 90s. Sucked in the 2000s. You picking up the pattern here? Trying to decide how many W's to put in this yawn. <sighs> in mid-August, did you see Angry Birds the sequel at the theater? I did. My kids are nine and seven. So this time the formation of a super team to save both Bird and Pig Island. Psst. Hey, Hollywood. I'll sell you an original idea for five bucks. Jason Sudeikis is one of the luckiest people on the planet. Dude's middle of the road at best. No offense, of course. Great. The kids are going to bug the shit out of me to see this. Might have to fake my own death. Towards the tail end of summer, no pun intended, late September, you saw the boys in Steel Panther release their new album called Heavy Metal Rules. We're big fans. Singer Michael and drummer Styx have both been guests. We go way back to my radio days in Vancouver. Hey, if you like the band, you dug this record. They should have named this new album Knuckle Draggers. <sighs> Their stick was tired 10 years ago. Hmm, 55-year-old guys running around pretending they're 20-year-old dudes from the 80s? No. Thanks, though. And not so long ago, just over a month back, November 12th, did you get Disney Plus the free month or whatever it was? with the sole purpose of watching The Mandalorian? Of course you did. Sure, there's Pixar, there's National Geographic, but that was specifically for The Mandalorian, a series set after the fall of the Empire, before the emergence of the First Order, a lone bounty hunter, the far reaches of the galaxy. It's incredible. Even as a Star Wars geek, enough with the movies. It's overkill. What is this? Marvel, the Avengers? Thanks, guys. Way to ruin my childhood. I'd rather be tasered directly on my lady balls than be forced to watch this overproduced, simplistic, watered-down idea. Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Good Times Gin and Tonics, putting the GTs back in the GNT. Check out goodtimesdrinks.com. What do you mean rock and roll's dead, Johnny? What do you mean rock and roll's dead, Johnny? I 
is that song not being pounded across Canadian rock radio right now? The new song for Johnny Wrath absolutely rocks. It is called What It Takes, and they're opening up this Friday the podcast show at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe, December 27. It's at 9 o'clock, so don't miss that. Friday Night's Volume 29, Spendo and the Skins, Sleep Circle, Johnny Wrath, a rowdy little lineup for a post-Christmas bash. Hope to see you there. It's just 8 bucks. We've kept it cheap. 10 bucks if you wait for the door. MyShowPass.com for the advanced tickets. You heard a band called Bad Magic and a new song for the podcast anyway. Sounds good. It's called Miss Ramona. And one of the first songs from Owlface to really grab a hold of me and make me a lifetime fan, by the way. You heard a song, a great song for those guys called Triceratops. Both of those bands, Owlface and Bad Magic are playing together at the end of next month, Friday, January 31st, again at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. It's volume 30 with the followways headlining. Tickets are eight bucks, dirt cheap. 10 bucks for the door. Show starts at nine. It, it will go late. Come to the Railway this Friday. We're done podcasting for the year. We will not be back until 2020. That sounds good. Taking a bit of a break, recharge the batteries, come back strong, do a little boarding at Cypress Mountain. Yeah, sounds pretty good. I think we're going to wrap up this one. Episode 213, The Year in Review 2019, Part 2. Again, my name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends if you like what you heard. If not, tell me. I'll fire everybody on staff, which is a very, very short list. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Comment and rate the podcast. It helps out. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. A huge thanks to all of our fantastic sponsors for the support over the year. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca right on the homepage. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you know you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. There's contact info at the homepage. Shoot me a note. Maybe we'll have a beer, have a coffee, and see what's up. Till next week. No, wait. Till next year. Don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun. Play hard. And most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And bookmark ToddHancock.ca. 